Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of St. Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isidoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 2, Episode 37 of this podcast. We'll hear Father Mark's homily from November 24th, 2019, the Feast of Christ the King in Year C. The Gospel for this week is Luke, Chapter 23, Verses 35 to 43. Let's listen now to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. The rulers sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the chosen one, the Christ of God. Even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. There is great truth in the fact that life can easily send us many challenges. If we think back to the time of our youth, in looking at where life has come for us. I'm sure that there is a lot that's a part of that story that you never could have even imagined would have come to be. While there are many blessings and wonderful gifts that are a part of that journey, I'm sure you can also pinpoint many challenges where you really had to rise to the occasion and negotiate a crisis or a circumstance. Maybe what is requiring a response is something that has been done to us. Maybe something happened to someone we loved. Maybe there was an instance or a circumstance that was unexpected that put a cog in the wheel of our lives. Maybe we were rejected or disappointed or finding ourselves dealing with that psychological baggage that we all bring to life. You know, those unresolved conflicts, those barnacles that every human soul acquires and they come with us as we attempt to negotiate life's situations. Maybe some of us have found ourselves dealing with some form of depression 
Maybe we find ourselves dealing with some other psychological issues that seem to always get in the way of my relationships and who I want to be as a person. Maybe I struggle with anger. Maybe I don't communicate all that well. Maybe I'm afraid of conflict and resolving issues. And so I skirt around them and hope and pray that they will somehow magically go away. Maybe I'm afraid of being rejected, even by the person whom I call my soulmate. Maybe I'm afraid of being the leader of my family, of setting a good example for my children, of challenging them. Maybe I'm afraid that if I do that, my children won't love me and won't respect me as the person I am. And so life unfolds for us, depending on how circumstances play out, in ways that we can't always predict, and in ways that often surprise us. The question that we all have to reflect on, however, is what do we do with it? What do we do with it? You know, we live in a society that expects us to be successful, especially if we're a man. We're expected to keep the pieces together. We can't show emotion. We can't be weak. Being vulnerable is something that we would rather not do because it isn't in the persona of the controlled and the leader figure. Maybe I'm afraid to really share my feelings with someone because I'm afraid of how they might be received and how they get processed. And so we tend to keep a lot of stuff inside. And we're very much afraid often of reaching out, of asking for assistance, of seeking some form of help, either from a professional, from someone I trust and love, or even the larger community in which we find ourselves, especially our community of faith. And so we suffer quietly within and often don't effectively deal with stuff that really needs to be dealt with. But yet we gather around this feast of Christ the King. And before us is the crucified Christ, who himself was rejected, who himself was scorned upon, who himself suffered quietly, who himself cried within for understanding and for consolation and for hope. Even he, as he faced his final time here on earth, found himself wondering, God, my Father, where are you? Can you somehow find it to take this away from me? Can I walk, perhaps, a different path? 
And we all find ourselves struggling with those very same things. You know, often those people that we think are with us can easily turn against us. Those folks that I think really understand me sometimes can be the ones who really don't. And so in this mixed bag of life, as it portrays itself, as it unfolds, we have not the image of some lofty, inaccessible king before us, but one who knows the darkness of human life and how difficult it can be to negotiate it well. How difficult it can be to find our way through the often complicated mess that unfolds before us. We never know where life will bring us. You know, you may have read at some point a poem that was actually discovered in a cellar in a concentration camp in World War II. And it was etched on the wall. And the first part of this very profound poem goes like this. I believe in the sun, even when it's not shining. And I believe in love, even when there's no one there. And I believe in God, even when he is silent. Very profound. Obviously etched in the wall by someone who was not only isolated, but probably facing his last hours here. A statement of faith, even though the tangible consolation was not immediately available. And that's what our universal king teaches us, is that it's okay to find ourselves unable to put all of the pieces together. It's okay not to be able to control the uncontrollable. It's okay to be vulnerable. And it's okay not to immediately see the presence of God before us. And it's okay to be vulnerable and reach out for help, to reach out to someone to assist us with our journey, to help pick us up, to orientate us, to help sift through our thinking, and to put us and assist us with getting back on the right path. It is that faithful endurance that Jesus most sweetly communicates to us. It is that faithful endurance that the universal Christ the King shows us in a way that none other can show us. Because with that ardent faith with us, even the darkest hour can be endured. And faith lights the path even when we can't see that path ourselves. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.